Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie, and we're with the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance. Hello, everyone. Hello, and hello, Callie. Hello, Allie. How's it going? <laughs> Good, how are you? <laughs> doing fine. What's, what's, what's new? Oh, oh, I'm still rehearsing. You are. Actually, no, I'm not. By this time, May 5th, I think the I show have will a, be running. I think I have a couple more shows left. Yeah. So I'm in Sunday in the Park with George, if you haven't heard. <laughs> I think you have. Please come. If you're listening. If yes, you're listening, you please come. And if you and haven't bought going tickets. To Italy. And then I'm going to Italy. <laughs> yes. But if you haven't bought tickets, make sure you use my code name, Callie, C-A-L-L-I-E, and you'll get a discount on tickets. I got a discount really on mine. really great. I bet you even know at, at, you know Amy DeRozzi. I do. Yep. Yes, yeah. she's the lead in our show. Wow. So um, it's a great show, be- beautiful music. We had an orchestra rehearsal last night, mm. and it made me cry. Oh, Shocking. Of course it did. Oh, I'm so surprised. Because <laughs> I cry at the drop of a hat. Anyway, it was, it's beautiful, and the costumes are gorgeous, and it's fun. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I hope people get it. It's it's an interesting show, so yeah. it's kind I'll of... I'll have to give Kevin a little background. Yeah, it, it'll help. Yeah. But it's a great show. So that's what I've been doing. I'm just rehearsing. I did a little art project, and I'm going to do some more art Yay. as soon as I have a little more time. So, nice. And what are you up to, Missy? Well, um, my jungle is growing mm-hmm. in the sunroom, and I'm ready to plant those plants in the ground but of course it's a little too early yeah but um don't we have to wait till after mother's day that's what i've always heard yeah but i'm gonna have my beds are gonna have metal sides and if i use um these giant um heating no magnets then i can cover it and have the magnets on so earlier in may i can probably get some of the things out there oh that's nice that's good to know but i need the beds. Oh, I was going to say gardening tips yet. with Allie. And therein <laughs> is the problem. Yeah. I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping I can get my husband to help me build them. This weekend is supposed to be really pretty, yeah. so I'm hoping. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. And other than that, I've just been painting and painting and painting. Yeah, that beautiful room. Yep. That's very cool. I know. It's really fun. I know. So anyway. Um, well. But you know what, what I really love to do? I I know. I love to eat. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> and there is an art to making good yes, food. Yes, this is part of culture. It too. is. Yes, it's it is. art and culture. So we're really excited to have Adam Hegstead here today Hello. with us. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, Thanks for we're being so here. glad. Can't wait to talk about food. <laughs> I know. I first met Adam when I used to do Art on the Edge and we would do summer camps and we would have chefs come in and work with the kids and Adam came in and worked with the kids, volunteered for a day to help the kids make lunch for everybody in the camp. That's where I met my wife too. I know, and that's where she met Jenny. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. I know, it's very cool. So So anyway. Yeah, matchmaker, matchmaker, making benefits me a of match- giving, right? That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, what? How did you get interested in becoming a chef? When did it start? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Well, I would cook a, cook a lot with my mom, like mm-hmm. baking and doing things like that. Um. 
I just I was always sort of interested in it. I was mostly interested in eating. <laughs> right. It's a pretty chubby kid. So. <laughs> um, what do but, they say about chefs if they're if they're oh, skinny? skinny chef? Yeah, yeah, watch out. Skinny chef, yeah. The food's not good, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I think there's a fine line there. <laughs> you don't want an obese chef. Either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not so healthy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, just I just always loved like cooking and I didn't know that was what I wanted to do as a job. I really loved art. Like I've always loved to paint. And, um, so in pretty much through high school, I did a lot of, um, all the, all the art classes I could do. Mm -hmm. And then when I got to, um, my senior year, I got to go into, um, like a skill, it's called skill center. It's in Spokane. Mm -hmm. it's It's called something else now, but they had a graphic design program and a chef's uh, chef's cooking mm-hmm. and so I did graphic design for a little bit at the time the computers were really slow right and so it just took forever to like do any kind of art and so it was like too slow paced for me like, and right. so I was like okay well then I tried chef's training at the same time I was a dishwasher at Marie Callender's uh-huh. yeah. and was like kind of moving my way up through uh, that restaurant learning every aspect like Mm-hmm. I was like the brunch cook and then I moved up to the line and then worked at the front of the house. And then the more I got into it, the more I liked doing it. And then I was doing the thing in high school at the same time. And then, um, I, my, my, my mom wanted me to go to college. And so I went to SCC, went to the, the chef's program there. And like, mm-hmm. the more I learned, I kept like learning, um, the more I like got more passionate about it right yeah and then I ended up going to the Art Institute of Seattle um, and going to school another school there after graduating from SEC to learn a little more and again it's like and the Art Institute in Seattle had a culinary program yeah yep. I love that yeah so I weirdly I got two two-year degrees <laughs> for, but <laughs> it's uh you know because I already had graduated from the community college program here in mm-hmm. Spokane um, when I was there, I kind of got to take the top off, you know, kind of be able to yeah. get all the cream off of there because I kind of had the basics down and everyone else is still, you know, trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And then between working and going to school, I got to go to the library and I just studied every chef and every cookbook in the library there because I had about like two hours every day. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, that's really, I think, where I developed my passion. And it's like, I was just like, it was neat reading about other chefs and like seeing what they did in their kitchens and seeing like, their styles from all around the world so and it just grew and it still grows I mean I'm still like always interested in learning there's just an endless amount of like knowledge out there mm-hmm. so. and you have a variety of restaurants that's oh, probably yeah. why and, <laughs> and that's what what's so great is there's so many different you know mm-hmm. styles you yeah know. I, I mean, mean a smart person would probably just do one restaurant over <laughs> and over yeah and it's like this start over from scratch every time. <laughs> there's no fun in that. Yeah. Come well, on. But it's always different and new and that's kind yeah. of exciting. Yeah. I was reading about your eat eat good group. Uh-huh. And um, I love what, what it says on online. It says devoted to serving delicious food while celebrating the inland northwest and continuing to be a pioneer of culinary innovation, telling the unique stories on inland northwest neighborhoods with nostalgic foods and bold flavors and old wo- world cooking techniques. Yep. Yep. That's it right there. Nice. Yep. That's really cool. Yeah. It's like, how do you make a Spokane experience? How do you like when you go in, you know, or in a Northwest experience, how do you, when you go into our restaurant and honey, how do you have, how do you not make it like Red Robin all around the world or whatever? Right. And right. you use local ingredients. You like showcase things that are local to here. So when you go to one of our restaurants, you're having that experience here in the Northwest instead of anywhere else in the world. And so that's kind of, we really lean on that because I think it makes it, um, you know, special and kind of stand out a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and obviously it's nice to help other people, your neighbors, right? Right. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So you probably have a ton of contacts in the community. So many, yeah. 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 I have a couple favorites at Honey. First of all, the fried chicken. The fried chicken is, is, we worked on that for quite a while. Yeah, (laughs) that's to die for. The real trick is... It's not just making fried chicken, but getting it out, like, because fried chicken takes, like, 30 minutes to mm-hmm. cook. So, uh-huh. it's, like, making it so that it's still, like, hot and um, cooked all the way through mm-hmm. in, like, 15 minutes, right? Yeah. So, you're, like, getting it to a customer in 15 minutes, because no one's going to wait, like, 30, 35 minutes for chicken. So, right. it's very tricky. It is. <laughs> and yeah. the other one People is... People don't think about that very much. I know. The other one you have is so good is the appetizer, the... Uh, bacon wrapped. Oh, bacon wrapped dates. Ugh. Oh, yum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You gotta. Oh, have, so have you had those? I haven't. Oh my God, they're yeah, so you gotta good. Go try them. You I gotta go help. We haven't killed the unicorn too. Oh, yeah. yeah. So let's name some of your restaurants. Okay. So what's in Coeur d'Alene? So Honey Eatery and Social Club. So okay. upstairs is. Um, we've done so many different iterations. Like we've had a kind of a nightclub thing downstairs and we've had a craft cocktail bar down there but what we've done is we really wanted to focus on the main floor like putting all of our energy towards that because it's um it's really difficult to run all that restaurant it's a huge place and Mm -hmm. so we focused all of our energy on the main floor to get like this sort of comfort food um incorporating in the northwest ingredients and downstairs we're doing mainly events down there Mm -hmm. so and we'll do like ticketed events but and also like catered things so right Mm -hmm. last year we did the uh speakeasy there and it was amazing it was super fun yeah Yeah. okay and now where else any any so post falls is republic Republic i love republic yeah, it's our little neighborhood it's hub. So good. You have mm-hmm. that deck outside. You can yeah. sit outside. I know it's nice out there. Oh, it's good. You know what I miss though is the fried avocado sandwich. Oh well, well it'll come back. I'm sure. Oh, good. We always rotate things. So good. Seasonal. I, yeah. it's, seasonal. it's seasonal. It's seasonal. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. That's you fair. know, restaurant <laughs> talk. It's seasonal. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> come on. I worked in restaurants for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta. You gotta do it. Okay. And then we go into. Well, we have Laughing Dog and Sandpoint, the well, other direction. Yeah. So Mm-hmm. Yeah, Laughing Dog. Now that's that's a newer one. Yep, it's new. we've had, we've been doing it for about a year or so now, mm-hmm. maybe a year and a half, and it's and Summit Cider as well, which was started in Cordelaine, um, and just been working on you know working on consistency, the quality, mm-hmm. make sure the product is. Um, and that's not just the food that you're also doing the all, beer, everything. everything. Yeah. yeah, and we've got some amazing awards. We've got international awards for our Bulldog Brown that just came out. I oh, love wow. a brown. Yeah, where where is it? I'm going to Sandpoint. <laughs> What's the address? It's right on the Schweitzer cutoff road, so it's on the Schweitzer Plaza okay. right across on that cross. Okay, oh, I know cool. where, I know where yeah. that is. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm. Yeah. And so things are pretty great there, and mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, it's then, been interesting to you know to run. I mean, obviously all of the restaurants are completely different than that, but right. we do have food there. We, before I think when we first started there, they only had fried food, and so now we have a kind of a full kitchen there, and, uh-huh. and we're working on developing the flavors as far as the beer and the ciders and kind of changing things up a little bit. Right, mm-hmm. and then you've got in Spokane. Spokane. So heading from Republic, mm-hmm. then we heading have up. La Catering Company, which is over oh. in uh, in the Valley mm-hmm. and at Center Place Event Center. Oh. We have um, Good Foods, which is uh, we do some salads for uh, Rosars and Super One, and we'll be doing hummus soon there. So you'll see in Rosars Super One. Oh, we'll nice. Hummus. Yum. From Baba, mm-hmm. which is a restaurant in Kendall Oh, Yards. yes. In yep, Kendall Mediterranean Yard. restaurant. Yes. 
We have uh, Gilded Unicorn, which is a craft cocktail bar, which is in the basement of the Montvale Hotel. Couldn't get in there. <laughs> Every time I try to go, it's full. I really? did sat. I sat at the bar once because we were going to see a show, one of the theaters, and uh, had a great cocktail. Slammed one down, and it was like <laughs> in the food. The smell of the food is like amazing. Uh, yeah, and it's such a funky spot too. It's such what it's a like, cool space. Yeah, yeah, it's one of my that's, favorites. That's a you, you know it gotta, feels like an old Spokane. Like it's yeah, very, like, mm. it's the oldest building in Spokane. It used is to be it? the boiler room. Yeah, the hotel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, oh, cool. It's really cool. We yeah. need to go. Yeah, we yeah. need to have like a. Let's just go do an eating day. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> we'll spend the whole day eating and eating and drinking day. <laughs> yeah. It's for the arts and culture. It is. We're doing it for We're doing you. Some research. To experience it. To experience it. <laughs> that's really good though. I love that building though. That's very cool. So that's downtown Spokane. Yeah. And then we had Incrediburger, which we just, um, we closed that down, oh, I don't know, maybe a year ago or maybe not quite that long, mm-hmm. um, and turned it over to España. So I visited Spain a few times and I really loved the food there and kind oh, of wow. the atmosphere. And so I wanted to bring that back to Spokane. And so that's where I created this tapas style restaurant. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that's tapas. And then mm. next to Baba is Yards Brunchen, which is our um, kind of a modern diner. Mm-hmm. It's like all the classic diner foods but made from scratch. Mm-hmm. And then um, in the Perry Street district is Francaise, which is our um, French French restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one Trish talked about. Oh, right. So you have España, Spain, mm-hmm. Francaise, French. It's just, it's Love just it. easier to name them that way. Yeah, right. No, that's <laughs> Well, perfect. what's left? Don't get complicated. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, well, we, Baba is in Kendall Yards, yeah. and that's a top, isn't that Mediterranean. Top? Mediterranean. Mediterranean. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Mm. Yeah. So and it's then, more like, like Greece, and it's basically all the countries around the Mediterranean. So there's a little bit of Moroccan, right. a little bit of Greek, Turkish, um, a tiny bit of Italian. It's mm-hmm. got a little bit of everything in there. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. We were going to go there recently, and yeah, we, we couldn't didn't. get in. We, it yeah. was it was full. Right. So we went to Kendall. Well, now you know yes. somebody. You just be like, hey. Hey. Adam, <laughs> right? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, 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 be like, oh, I will. I'll text you, yeah. Adam. I'll be like, get us oh, in. yeah, I'll, get, I'll call and get your name on the list. <laughs> we know somebody. Right? Yeah. yeah. And hard. then you have Chinook at, oh, at the Coeur d'Alene okay. Casino. Yeah. Yep. And so I was at the casino for five years as the executive chef there. Mm-hmm. And um, they wanted to do something with their steakhouse out there because it was kind of up and down a business. And mm-hmm. so I helped uh, work with them to... Uh, work train the chefs in the front of the house and create a program there so we have um, high quality steakhouse out there mm-hmm. at the Coeur d'Alene Casino <laughs> that's it <laughs> I did a commercial for that I once. was uh, fortunate enough to get to go to their op- opening oh okay oh. and that was really fun Adam was there he came oh, yeah, to all the yeah. tables and yeah. said hi to people Very which nice. always makes you feel good yeah, yeah. That's eating cool. and drinking and yeah it's fun <laughs> is that the one with the courtyard in with the fireplaces yep. yeah yeah yeah, it's I've nice. had appetizers it is, there. It's a really beautiful place. Yeah, that's very... That, how, how do you sleep? I know. Um, <laughs> I have a great team. I mean, that's yeah. really the truth of it, is that we have such good people, and mm-hmm. we have a great chef and a manager at each place, mm-hmm. um, and then we have kind of some executive team members, you know, there's a floating chef, and our chef de cuisine of the company, and general mm-hmm. manager, and so everybody kind of just pitches in, but it ends up being, um, you know, everyone to collectively, with all of our experience, we are all... Whenever there's some sort of issue, we can like, okay, we're having an issue over here. Then all of us kind of focus on that and fix that. Right. We're usually, when you're in a restaurant, 
and you're just there, you have a problem, there's like no help. And so we're a little bit rare in that is that we can move people around a little bit and help where, you know, if our chef quits or sous chef quits or they move mm-hmm. on or whatever, mm-hmm. we're not in a place where we have to just grab anybody because we can have, you know, someone else from a different restaurant fill in or have mm-hmm. collectively, we could figure it out. And so it kind of helps a little bit that's for a consistency, you know. Yeah, like that's that. really fortunate because yeah. right now I it's feel tough. like restaurants are are really struggling with yeah. staff. No, even last year, we really did struggle. I mean, it was tough to find enough employees, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially when you have, um, you know, like Gauzer and BlackRock, they're paying like double, like what, what right. we normally would, just because they need it for like a short period of time and not as many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like tough to, it pulls away from the downtown, you know. Sure. For yeah, sure. that makes sense. That's yeah. cool. Hmm. It's hard to compete with that when you're already like have high like cost of goods and high cost right. of labor and like all those things. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Hey y'all, it's Jason from Tubbs Coffee Roasters. We are North Idaho's specialty coffee roaster. We are homegrown and we are local. We love coffee and we love our community, especially Allie and Callie in Artcast. We have a retail space in our roastery in Hayden, and we can also be found on the shelves at Super One and Yolks. And if you like to buy coffee online, we do offer subscriptions. You can find us at TubbsCoffeeRoasters.com. Support arts and culture and your local roaster. That's all. Mm. All right. Well, I want to know um, what sets you apart from other restaurants. It's the it's our people. I mean, as I just alluded to that, but mm-hmm. so. When uh, I mean, the restaurant business is not the most friendly business. Uh, <laughs> it's small, it's tight margins. But what I always wanted to create was a was really a company for our people. So like we we have like benefits and four hundred one k, and we have like all the things that you would get at a normal job, but at a restaurant, right? <laughs> we mm-hmm. pay a little bit better. Um, we try to take care of our employees, like actually care for them instead of just <laughs> grind through, which is not uh-huh. really how a restaurant works, mm-hmm. right? Um. And so I think that like that is really helped uh, help us grow for sure because we have people that have been working with us since the beginning and they, you know, whether they stay at that same restaurant or they move around to the other one and kind of create new opportunities for them. And yeah. I think that's what really has helped us. Get some loyalty, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's hard. It's a hard, it's a hard business. Yeah. It's a super tough business. Yeah. It's and hard. people ask me and they're like, gonna, like oh, I'm going to start a restaurant. I'm like, no, don't do <laughs> it. Do it. <laughs> it's so hard. I it's terrible. And it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know my dad, uh, he started a restaurant in the seventies when, uh, he was uh, going through a midlife crisis <laughs> and uh, it was called the rodeo restaurant in Jackson Hole we lived yeah. in Jackson Hole it did well for a couple of years and then it didn't and then we had a fireworks stand next to it that did more yeah. money than the restaurant yeah. and then it was like it's time to sell the restaurant yeah, right yeah, right just, yeah when you're selling fireworks and yeah it's time to yeah get it's out. like the margins are tight and you work a ton and it's, yeah. it's just a tough business yes. you're like at the whims of you know the cost Ooh. of your goods and all those things and if yeah. you're not catching it fast enough and right. plus, you know, you have employee issues all the time. You know, it's like whether someone's going to show up or yeah. stealing or whatever. They're you know, always like, working. It's yeah. A lot of stuff. And how did you survive the COVID? Oh, that was rough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was I think hard. The service industry had the toughest time. Yeah. For sure. Well, it, so like when it, when COVID first came out, I was like, well, let's just keep, you know, we can pare it down a little bit. Right. So like for a month, we just kind of ran on lower staff. And then it just like business kept like dropping off. So we lost like $80,000 in like 
in like 60 days. Oh, yeah. And God. I was like, uh, okay. okay, we have to like, get rid of everybody. Everybody is just basically. You gotta lay them off. Yeah. yeah. It was like right. every single management person was just, it was just those two people working the restaurant for to-go food only. And that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it was tough, but we figured it out. And really the thing that got me through was like, my idea was like, okay, I just need to get this to survive so that when these people, you know, when we're done with this, then we, they have a job to come to. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so that was really our focus is doing that and so mm-hmm. and most of the people came back so yeah well I remember when you had the the bus outside of or bus I don't know which food truck outside of honey oh yeah and I was like oh yay because yeah. I was so sick of eating my own food oh yeah, yeah. I think everybody got there <laughs> I right? was like please just somebody open anything yeah right? I just yeah. want something different well, and we did we did a little bit of um we did some food boxing for people in need as well and so yeah. that was like right when um, COVID started, we were like, how can we help our people? Like right. Our, rest- our people, our restaurant people. Mm-hmm. And so we were doing a lot of food for people that were out of jobs or out of work. And then we ended up doing some emergency food boxing through uh, WSDA and USDA, shipping food out to all of, all, all of Washington and mm-hmm. Montana. So that was yeah, really interesting. That's cool. You know, one, one thing that I thought was really creative was um, when, when all of the restaurants or not all of them, but a lot of you guys um, came up with the to-go cocktails. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that was brilliant. Yeah. I was sad to see that go. I know. <laughs> they just got it back in Washington. I was like, come on, Idaho. Come on. <laughs> Bring it back. Yeah. I know. That so was much awesome. I, yeah, we went and got margaritas. Remember yes, that day? Yes, we did. Yep. <laughs> I know. It was nice. Uh, we we were living up in Hayden at the time and um, just go to the porch and get food to go and then grab two drinks to go. It's like, oh, this is great. <laughs> it's like living in exactly. New Orleans. Yeah. Right? Drinking on the street. <laughs> Love it. Let's talk about the creativity of making food, though. Um, so, yeah, that, I mean, that's always tricky, and that's something we have to teach. Like, um, when we get somebody, it sounds, like, really fun, and it would just be intuitive, but it's, like, really a collection of how do you, how do you like, go work for somebody else and learn their food styles and then not, like, just adapt that all for yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, you have to kind of take things that you've eaten and tried that, experience that you've learned or any techniques that you've learned you know like books you're reading things you're seeing like current stuff you meld it all together and to make your own style mm-hmm. you know with the ingredients that are in your environment and so that's like what each restaurant we say like okay you sit down with the chef like okay here's uh we're at baba okay we have to go to the mediterranean we're thinking about doing a salad okay let's do some research on some classic salads from turkey and then we'll grab those kind of ideas and then we'll take ingredients that are similar to that you know, mm-hmm. or in seasonal with mm-hmm. uh, Northwest. So really we start with um, kind of the idea of the restaurant and we work backwards from seasonality. So we say, okay, what's in season today? And then we fill in the gaps with the uh, menu items, you know, based on authenticity or the season or things like that. It's mm-hmm. kind of multifaceted, but it's not as, as an intuitive as you would think it would be right yeah well i imagine there's a lot of experimentation going on yeah there on is too. a lot and i would say that we're we i would say probably 20 percent of our menu is stuff that we know is probably not going to be super like not everyone's going to buy we're, mm-hmm. it's just stuff that we want to try that's a little bit unique and fun right mm-hmm. and we think is delicious but maybe mm-hmm. not everyone will Right. You know, not everyone's going to buy pork cheeks or, you know, something funky like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Like the fried avocado sandwich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like fr- <laughs> exactly. But we'll always have something, you know, mostly for everybody. So yeah. we want to make sure there's always like a vegetarian. There's always something for someone who's like steak and potato person. Mm-hmm. You know, tea. It, so it's, it's still having our own like style and authenticity to each place, but still having something for everybody. So. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I love the fact that you, you've got your team and that you all work together and yeah. collaborate. So yeah. it's not just you going in saying, okay, we're no. doing it this way. And that's, I think that's, well, that's really. Well, that's part of it too, is they have to have their own thumbprint on it. Mm-hmm. Like the manager, the bar manager, the chef, they all have to like have their say in it. So when I leave, they're not like, wow, ah, this sucks. Blah, blah, you right. know, whatever. <laughs> they're just like, <laughs> I don't like what I'm do my own thing anyway. Yeah, right. Uh, they are like, actually want to do that because that was their idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's a coll- collaborative effort. And that's usually the best uh, menus come out of that anyway. Right. Because we're all like, you know, maybe they'll think of something that I wasn't thinking about or they'll bring something up that, you know, is either a hiccup when the cooking or like the way the things are running or whatever. So, mm-hmm. and I'm more, I could be like, here's some great, fantastic idea. I want you to make pasta to order or something, you know, and they're like, no, that sucks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> then we meet somewhere in the middle. <laughs> right. Yeah. But great. you, you, so you're obviously not at every restaurant every no. day. Yeah. How do you do, how do you manage all that? So, I mean, really my job is to run the business. Like I need to make sure that everybody has a job and that mm-hmm. we keep the doors open. Um, but the vision and direction are kind of uh, where I keep everybody in line. So, okay, we'll say, okay, we're going to do a new menu. It's, just, it's springtime or whatever. And we want to run this in five weeks. So we look at what we think will be seasonal and coming in. And then we build the menus off of that. Mm-hmm. So I let them, I say, here's the items based on sales that we should get rid of. And then what do you think are some good replacements? So they give me like a bunch of ideas. And then I sit down with our chef de cuisine. Mm -hmm. We decide kind of what goes on the menu. And then between me and him, we write the recipes. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of the flow of it. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then we do a tasting and then we hand that all off to the chef and, or the bar manager or whoever. And then we go do a tasting at some set time before Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, just so you know, I am available to volunteer for any of those tasters. Yeah, right. yeah my, my daughter went to one. She was like, I want to go another day where you have a whole, like, giant table full of food. Because like, right. <laughs> it looks, it's like a huge table. Just, yeah, like, yeah. you know, Oof, it's just, that sounds, the I, customers are like, what's going on over there? <laughs> yeah, we, we volunteer yeah, yeah, yeah. We, to say we, yay, 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 yeah. yay. I, I'm yeah. like, yep, let's do it. Food and drink. I like yeah, it all. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> As it shows. <laughs> I don't have a problem. I know. Yeah. I keep complaining about this big belly. Bit. <laughs> I not do anything about it. Uh, well, we know you've gotten a lot of awards. You, I, I know from experience that your food is amazing. Thank you. Um, but the. Probably the most notable one is the James Beard Award. Yeah. You were a semifinalist. Yeah. And I was really impressed to read you were one of 20, but there were 20,000 submissions. Yeah. That's, so that's pretty, that's that's pretty, pretty impressive. That's a lot. Yeah. 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 Well, oh and God. previously, you know, the Northwest has never really, really never been recognized. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, it's only like the last 10 years is we have been recognized on a national scale. And, um, you know, we've gotten written about in Wall Street Times and Los Angeles Times, New York Times, uh, mm-hmm. Wall Street Journal. Um mm-hmm. And so it's like been really neat to see that, that we are growing into a, you know, culinary destination. A foodie. Yeah. 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 And that's Mm -hmm. only through, I think, people just, everyone like doing a little bit, right? And everyone like putting effort forth. Because before there was no like chef-owned restaurants. It's just like, 
all corporate places or whatever. And now you have like Bluebird and Syringa and, you know, you have some people that are taking some chances and risks and making a little bit of difference, obviously. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're, you're up there with um, Portland and Seattle and that's... Well, we don't have that many people, but we're trying to. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I, you know, it really came out of about, I don't, I don't know how long ago, a long time ago. Let's see. Maybe 15 years ago. I'm a bunch of a chefs met at this farm called Quill Saskett and we all talked about like how do we make how why are we in this era like why the I think a article came out the golden age of dining in Portland and mm-hmm. we're like how come we can't do that mm-hmm. and so we all kind of took on something I did wandering table that's when I started wandering table oh, right pop mm-hmm. up where I do a dinner once a month for 30 people at random locations all over the northwest mm-hmm. uh, David Blaine did a burger pop-up um, and, you know, everyone kind of did a little bit of their own thing, and it slowly became something real. Right. You know, Terrain was started about that time, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Table, which mm-hmm. is like a benefit for hospitality workers. Terrain is the arts organization in Spokane. Mm-hmm. They're all sort of started up at that same time, but it just took like a conscious effort. And it's not, you know, in the beginning, it's not very fun to start something like that. Right. right. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's tough. It's a lot yeah. of work. Yeah, for no money. Lot. For yeah. no money. Yeah, right. It's a lot of, a lot yeah. of giving, it's not a lot of passion. getting. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Eco Group, we're at like 10 years, I think, in May. So, Wow. Yeah. That's great. The Wandering Table is um, something that you have also donated yeah. to organizations to use as a live auction item. Yeah, like we I, do a lot of that. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I just think that we, we may not have like $10,000 to give, but we can definitely we can raise, help raise $10,000. Right. And so I, as much as I can, as we try to donate a dinner or we try to donate gift cards or whatever it is Mm -hmm. to try and add back to the community that way. And especially Mm with ties of, you know, people that we have specific ties with. I mean, that's obvious and easy for us to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you're incredibly generous. Yes. Great. Hey, ladies, have you heard about Nia yet? Hi, I'm Marilee Wallace, and I'm a proud board member of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and owner of Nia. That's short for the North Idaho Alliance. We specialize in leadership development, specifically focused in connecting women to programs, workshops, and networking to educate, empower, and enrich their lives. Our goal is to make positive impacts in the community while helping other women in North Idaho succeed. Next up is our annual Onward and Upwards Women's Conference set for May 24th and our new event, Women with Cool Jobs, scheduled for early summer. And then keep a lookout to register for our super popular Women of Impact Leadership Roundtable Series. That begins every September. So I hope you'll look us up. We're at thenorthidahoalliance.com. Find us on Facebook or just give us a call, 208-660-1557. Go out and make it an impactful day. We have to mention something about Crave. Yeah, so... So tell us about Crave. So we started Crave Festival about four years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere around there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of blurs together. But we, I, I had the catering contract at Center Place and uh, Tom Stebbins came up and asked me, he was, he does uh, events, it's called Vision Marketing, does a golf show in Boise and Spokane. Mm-hmm. He asked me what he thought about of doing an event, a food event. And so it, I had already had this idea, I've been to South Beach Food and Wine and Feast in Portland. They're like big food festivals there. And I always wanted to do one in Spokane because I thought it would be great push for like moving the culture forward like mm-hmm. the, the food and hospitality culture and so um 
I, I was like, yeah, great. I have an idea. You do the back end of it. I'll get the people here. And so we ended up doing it and it was incredibly expensive and difficult the first year. I was like, <laughs> I was like, he wanted to do like one day thing. And I did like four days and two events each day. And it was like mm. crazy hard. <laughs> yeah. And so then the next year we pared it down a little bit. It's still really hard. And then COVID hit, mm. um, that was your, I don't know, three maybe. And then, uh, so we didn't do it that year. And then we came back and we did one, one day and it sold out like super fast. Wow. And then last year we did it and it sold out, uh, right away as we were, went back to three days last year. Um, but I think really what it, our, our purpose there is to like help, um, kind of show off our, our food scene and like mm-hmm. on a yeah. national level or a region, at least a regional level. Right. It's kind of show off like the chefs and, you know, the beverage makers, the producers, the artisans in our area mm-hmm. and to kind of showcase them and really it's a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And so really we're just there to like highlight everybody that's being a part of the event, you know, the breweries and all those things. And so right. I think it's really exciting time for us to be together as chefs and, mm-hmm. you know, artisans and things like that. But also not only that, do we, get a hangout together but we're serving all these people and kind of showing off a little bit when is it uh in july so it's like july 14th somewhere around there oh wow nice right around my birthday oh callie it's it's out it's like on this beautiful lawn this landscape and uh center place it's really nice oh fun and then off of that we ended up doing a tv show so i have crave tv which is on with uh, chandler chandler Mm -hmm. baird she's the co-host and we do every sunday at 6 p.m Really? On Fox, yep. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I didn't either. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we're going to have it's to It's on after that. football, so. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, that's probably, probably why. why. <laughs> yeah. 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 Football. Yeah. Like, what? what? Okay. And so that's that's been going really well, and it's getting picked up in Montana. It's been picked up in Tri-Cities, Walla Walla, uh-huh. Moses Lake, Yakima, getting picked up on the um, uh, west side of Washington as well. So. That's cool. fun. Vancouver, B.C. Ooh. Well, I love it when chefs come together and compete Um a- not really compete against yeah. each other, but it's kind of a, it you is, know, yeah. it's like a, just a little rivalry yeah, thing yeah. going on. And yeah. we used to do that with the Mardi oh, Gras. Yeah. We'd do yeah. the Cajun yeah, cook-off, so and that was fun. And yeah. Adam won almost every time. <laughs> yeah. I, I seem to recall that. Yes. Yeah, well, I've been in the area working in Coeur d'Alene for a very long time. Let's see. 2000, like 2001, probably, or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, I started, I was at Cedars Restaurant with Black, I actually started with Black Rock. Oh, yeah. And then um, I worked with the owner for a while, for a year, while they were getting people to buy land at Black mm-hmm. Rock. And then I, he ended up buying Cedars, and then I took over Cedars after that. And then I went, ended up going to Brick's Restaurant, which is Honey. Oh, right. I honey. got, right. Yeah, last, my worst last drunk. <laughs> <laughs> was that Brick? Bricks? Oh, boy. Bricks. I oh. should have been pulled over. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, it was bad. We'll get that, <laughs> that one out. Hold <laughs> on. In, in case it's yeah. like retro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're like, hey, you admitted oh, that it. That was her. It was her. <laughs> yep. And yeah. then... Um, so that's kind of when I, and then I went to the casino after that. Actually, right. I did start, I started a restaurant in downtown called Piastra where, um, mm-hmm. oh, what's the place down there now? Uh, uh, uh it's, uh, scratch, co- not collect, collective kitchen. Yes, yes, collective yes, scratch. Yeah, yeah. Scratch. <laughs> right. It's been everything. It was before us. That's right. Doma, yeah. And it was like, that's when I figured out I didn't know anything about the restaurant business. <laughs> 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 like, I knew how to be a cook and a chef, but I didn't know all that. The management. Yeah. It's like busy. We're doing like. A lot of covers but then not making any money yeah so, then i went to the casino after that i sold that to those guys scratch and then mm-hmm. um 
ended up going to the casino, worked really closely with the CFO, and mm-hmm. we ended up uh, doing a lot of great stuff out there. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. Well, you seem to have figured it out. Yeah. 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 Figured it out now. It, took, it just took a try. Yeah. 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 You can't appreciate it unless you mess up real bad. Yeah. It takes, it takes a little while, but yeah. you get there. You yeah. did it. Well, yeah. we appreciate the fact that you are feeding the this community. Yeah. yeah. It's well, great. Yeah. I, I love to be here. I mean, that's, and that's really when I graduated from culinary school, you know, you had to go to Portland or Seattle and New York, you know, some of these bigger cities. And uh, my idea was like, cause there wasn't really a great rest. There was not, wasn't really that great restaurants here mm-hmm. you know, in Coeur d'Alene and Spokane. Yeah, right. Um, and so I was like, well, maybe if I stay, it can make a difference and change the things. Yeah. And eventually it changed. And yeah. And now we've got lots of, lots, great, lots yeah. of great, lots of great places. Which is awesome. So do you have a favorite chef that you, that you like that inspires you? That maybe? Inspired you? Um, I don't know. Like when I was in culinary school, it was probably Thomas Keller is a French laundry in, Napa Valley and so he takes like kind of comfort food classic foods and changes them into really upscale stuff mm. so I've always loved that style mm-hmm. I mean, he's probably and, he, and he's like really well known for his like cleanliness and you know every, the way he organizes the kitchen and the way he behaves he's not like a maniac that's you know, great like the old school way where people are yelling not like face. that idiot that's on TV <laughs> Gordon Ramsay yeah. yeah even Gordon Ramsay's kitchen isn't like that I've been there in, to London and he's he doesn't act like that so it's oh, just really? for the quiet. show yeah it's very quiet oh, it's, it's just yeah. for the it's show it's just part of the show alright drama oh, it's just that's very old school stuff and I'm glad it doesn't happen like that mm-hmm. uh, really when I was coming up it was kind of like that and we're you know, chefs throw saute bands at your head and you know yell at you and cuss at you and scream in your face. I worked in a and few. that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> but we don't have that anymore. So. No, that's good. I gave up restaurant business. Well, you know, when I first moved here, um, the the Scratch Collective Kitchen, yeah. all those restaurants that used to be Pioneer Pies. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, have we come a long we way. Have. Before that, it was uh, Tangle. Tanglewood. 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 Yeah. Tanglewood. Yeah. yeah. Which was a really good restaurant. That was yeah, good. Yeah, I remember yeah. Tanglewood. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's yep. that rest. That's been a lot of places. I know <laughs> yeah. it It was has. Tanglewood for a while. It was. Yeah. yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Did you see the movie Chef? Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of that? I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I know. It, it was pretty good. It was wild. Yeah. Yeah. The one I, this year, right? The oh, one no. where he's got the the food truck? Oh, yeah, no. I'm thinking of the one with the food truck. Oh, I'm thinking Oh, you're talking t- about the HBO one. <laughs> it's intense. The menu. Menu. The menu. <laughs> oh, the menu. Oh, my it's God. It's so funny. I've not seen that. Is that I, good? It's bizarre. It's, it's bizarre. I think it, I think it's like sort of um It's kind of a satire. satire. It's definitely if, Especially dark. if you're in the restaurant business, you're like, oh, God, this is so funny. Because it's just a chef being really like it's, crazy. and yeah. yeah. It's dark. Wow. <laughs> dark satire. Especially if you've eaten in like Michelin places and like really high-end restaurants, like chefs totally like that sometimes. <laughs> kind of prima donna. Uh, yeah, well, if you haven't seen the movie Chef. I have. Oh, okay. I have seen that one that too. But really I was thinking one. of the other one because it yeah. was so bizarre. Was yeah. like, There's a really good one on Hulu. I can't think of the name of it, but with Remy. Um, anyway, he's just uh, a, yeah. a line cook, but he's super good. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. Well, it's fun. It's fun to talk about food, and it makes me hungry, and now it I want to go yeah, I know. somewhere to eat. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. so many places. Right? Let's just name them one more time. Okay. Go to Gilded Unicorn. In Spokane. Yep. Baba. 
in Spokane or in Kendall Yards in Kendall Yards or and the then Yards Brunchen. Yep. Yeah, and es- España. 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 Yeah. Yes, and let's see what else and is Frances. Frances in Frances in District. Yes. District. And then Laughing a- Dog in Sandpoint. Sandpoint. Yep. Republic in Post Falls. Yep. And Honey Eatery and Social Club in Coeur d'Alene. And then the Coeur d'Alene Casino. Coeur d'Alene Casino. Don't forget the Chinook because yep. yeah. they have they have good food. Well, it's just fun to go up there sometimes. You it's know, just, just fun. like go up there and yeah. make a small staycation. <laughs> right. A beautiful hotel. A beautiful hotel up there and the spa is amazing. It is. Oh, yeah. I know. The spa is amazing. Golf course if you're into that. Exactly. Yep. It's there's, hard to beat. There's so much yep. fun. Well, we know that the, that the uh, award that means the most to you was the the Cajun cook-off. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I, I bring it with me everywhere. In the car. That's funny. The, the best award yeah, ever. Yeah, the best award ever. Oh, that's funny. Oh, my God. Anyway, well, thank you so much yeah, for coming for down. Yeah, this was yeah. great. It was yeah. great. It's, it is an art. Food is an art. It's oh, a for skill. Sure. And, you know, there's nothing better when you have something that is so good and you yeah. go, I can't wait to have that again. Right. Yeah. And I, mean, I don't it, think it I... kind of bounces back and forth, you know, between the craft and, you know, the skill and the art, but it all, I mean, really, it's really difficult to get that out, you know, to your customers and say, this is what I'm, this is a, it's a really intimate thing. You know, you're like mm-hmm. part of their celebrations and anniversaries and birthdays. Yeah. And so like, that's a, I yeah. think it's an amazing part to be a part of. Yeah. yeah. So I love about hospitality. Cool. You bet. Yep. And there's nothing better than a good drink and a great meal that's exactly <laughs> right yep. that's what or i love good eggs benedict oh yeah oh that too and they have brunch all uh, right go to honey for breakfast too yep. i have it's yep. delicious I too have. oh mm-hmm. see we have yep. things in coeur d'alene yep. we do dang it definitely <laughs> yeah well we appreciate you being here yes. thank you yeah, again yeah part of this and Excellent. part of this community yay so, so i'm Allie, and i'm callie and whatever you do today Hey, why don't you go out and eat? Yeah. <laughs> have a good meal. Go have a good meal from a great chef. That's right. And also be creative. Mm-hmm. Have a great day. The Alley and Cali Artcast is a program of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and is sponsored by NIA, North Idaho Alliance, a woman-based leadership organization designed to inspire, uplift, and impact your community and lives. And Tubbs Coffee Roasters, globally sourced, locally roasted coffee.